Janine, this is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Well, standing by to join me is Laura Vanderkam, and she has 18 years of experience working from home, and she's going to talk about her new book, The New Corner Office, how, to, how the most successful people work from home, which is very timely, Laura. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Timely indeed. Whew. Would you have ever imagined? <laughs> Crazy. Well, you know, I, working from home had been growing for a long time. You can see right. the stats on the rise of remote work. Although some of it was just hard to even tease out, like what is working from home? Anyone who's checking her work email at night in bed is in fact working from home, but she probably wouldn't call it that. Sure. Um, you know, but this had been growing. And then all of a sudden in March, you saw, I mean, within the span of a few days, the proportion of Americans who had ever worked from home doubled. And so we've all just been figuring it out. And there have been a lot of challenges along the way. But I really do think that working from home is a skill. So anyone can get better. And a lot of people have been getting better over the past few months. And probably this is going to be part of our working life for a while. What are some of the biggest issues for working home? I mean, for me, and I joke, one of the best things that happened to me, I was laid off at 23. So I got to work from home. But what are some advantages uh, to working from home? Well, a big one is that people can work how they work best. I mean, we all have our prime conditions for productivity, whether it's in terms of hours, like whether you work better early or late. Um, maybe it's even temperature. I don't know about you, but a lot of my jobs in the summer, I have been absolutely freezing in the office because the air conditioning is cranked up so high. Right. And so, you know, it's hard to be productive when your fingers are turning blue. Whereas at home, you know, I set the temperature exactly where I want it. And so I feel more productive because of that. Uh, so, you know, there's definitely some of that. Offices are distracting places. We've become very aware over the past few months of the distractions that happen when you work from home. But I think it's a mistake to say that offices were some sort of paradise. So you have uh, people course. stopping by to talk about what happened in the last meeting. You know, why is Joe wearing shorts? Like whatever else happened in the office, you know, distracting you with that. And so so, you know, it, we're, we're still getting stuff done. Yes. One of the things that you teach uh, is managing by task, not time. Could you elaborate on that? Yeah. So much of how we work is really centered around this concept of how much time you are putting in, whether that's FaceTime, how many hours you're working. Uh, if you think about it, the standard office, there's a certain time that everyone's expected to be there. Um, and even if people aren't punching in and out, there's also a certain time when people think it's okay to leave, right? And if you leave before that, everyone's like, oh, what's she doing? Why is she walking out? Right. It doesn't matter if you just scored some huge victory. You landed like 10 new clients. And it's like, why is she leaving at 4.30? We, <laughs> we, we don't leave till five here. Um, or why are all meetings 30 or 60 minutes? It's not that all decisions in life can be reached in exactly 30 and 60 minutes. It's just that that's how long meetings are. So we manage by time. But working from home allows us to rethink this idea. It's really innovate about how we work. And one of the things I learned how to do many years ago when I was first working from home is to set myself sort of challenging but sustainable daily task lists. Like what do I plan to get done today that would make today a good day? And when I'm done with those things, I can be done. 
Now, maybe it'll be three o'clock, maybe it'll be 6.30, but, but that's what will be a good day. Um, and, and I think it's really important for people to get their heads around that idea. Like, what would make a good day for you? If you're managing people, what would make a good day for them? You know, what could you tell your manager you did that would make her very happy about today? And if you set those goals and you do them day after day, this thing, this power of small wins kicks in I and mean, you keep yes. getting small victories. You feel this incredible sense of progress, which is very motivational. It's far more motivational than saying, okay, I guess work is done because it's five o'clock. Right. You know, I'm thinking about what you're saying and I'm thinking this can apply to my personal life as well. Like when I look around the house, if there's a huge pile of laundry that sits there forever, when you finally do get to those things that you don't, they don't make you feel good where I painted my living room uh, on Sunday made me feel great because you're finally achieving a goal and it makes you feel good. Yeah, no, progress is motivational in any sphere of life. And, you know, we can take some of that same idea of setting, you know, challenging but sustainable task lists for, say, a weekend. You know, people have this idea that they'll remodel their whole house over the weekend. Well, you won't, but you could, you know, do three things. And when you get through them, you feel, you feel good. Yes. Now, what are some challenges with people working from home? Obviously, there's time management. And now with working at home, everybody's at home. Yeah, no, I, certainly this is not an ideal situation in that, you know, working from home is great. But I always have told people in the past, you know, if you have young kids, for instance, some other adult needs to be in charge of them during the time that you are working. And in the past few months, a lot of people have been you know, left up a creek because of closed schools, closed daycares, things like that. Um, so this has not been ideal at all for that. Uh, I know a lot of people have had to come up with solutions of partners switching off, like who can work what hours. Um, a lot of people are looking into hiring sitters now as they're unsure how the, the school situation will happen for the fall. So those are definitely things to, to think about. Like how can I make sure I have some focused hours where I'm not also responsible for my children? Um, you know, there's all sorts of distractions that can occur at home. But again, offices are distracting places too. So, you, you know, I, I don't think that net we're coming out that badly. I don't think so. I think, I think it's a real opportunity to grow actually working from home, learn about yourself. I do too. I mean, a lot of people have never really thought about how do I work best or what does my energy look like during the day? You know, you sort of, take a break when other people are or the, do lunch when everyone goes to lunch or end work when everyone ends work. And when you work from home, you have an opportunity to really tune into yourself and say, well, what would make me more productive? Maybe it's a certain amount of light, a certain temperature, a certain, you know, soundtrack, certain smell. Right. I mean, you can't burn a cinnamon spice candle at the office, but yeah. like you could in your home office if you wanted to. Right. Uh, maybe you work better early or late. Figure these things out about yourself and, and you can really be unstoppable. What was it like for you when you first started working from home? Oh, I was a total wreck um, <laughs> because I, I didn't yeah. know how to sort of manage my energy through the day or figure out, you know, what is a good day? What is not a good day? I had a tendency to keep working into the evening, not really working, but not really stopping either. I'd be half working and half surfing the web until 10 p.m. at night. And one of the things I had to figure out, because uh, this was, you know, before I had kids, before I had any responsibilities, so really there was nothing stopping this weird half work going on. I wound up joining a bunch of choirs. And what that forced me to do is, A, go see other people, but, you know, in work at six o'clock so I could get ready to go to the evening rehearsal a couple nights a week. And that made me so much more efficient. And so, you know, come up with something that 
is yeah. worth ending work for in your life if you want to really get your work done on time. Definitely. What kind of things are you doing now to take care of yourself? My show is called Get the Funk Out, and a lot of people are in a personal, professional funk. What are you turning to to, to move a little bit away from work since you are working from home? Well, I do take breaks. Um, it's very important to me to get some physical activity. I have a general rule for people, like try to move by 3 p.m. every day. Like yeah. move your body in some way, shape, or form. If you want to, you know, exercise early, that's great. You're one of those people. Awesome. Uh, yeah. But even if you don't, you could go for a walk at lunch or during a mid-morning break or even, you know, mid-afternoon break by 3 p.m. But something to move your body that can definitely make life feel so much more doable. Um, put something into every day that you are excited about. And it can get so easy to just have every day be a list of things you have to do, both professionally and personally, particularly for your listeners who are, you know, parents or who have other caregiving responsibilities. So much of life is about what you have to do. Right. So put something in every day that you actually want to do, that you are excited about. Uh, and if you do that, I think you'll find yourself in much less of a funk. Definitely. Great advice. What are some of the things you'd like to highlight about the book without giving too much away? the things that's uh you know a lot of people are enjoying reading about is is this rhythm of how people work that you need some sort of start to the day and some sort of end to the day uh and you know this a commute naturally does that but if you don't have a commute you have to come up with something else and so maybe it's a walk around the block in the morning to say okay now i'm in the headspace to work or maybe in the afternoon it's that you you know Every, check in with your closest colleagues to say, okay, here's the awesome things we did today. Let's, you know, raise our pretend glass or real glass and then go off and, and do our own thing afterwards. Uh, but something that can set that rhythm for the day uh, is, is very important. It helps you manage your energy. That's fantastic. Now you have a 2016 TED Talk, How to Gain Control of Your Free Time, and it's been viewed more than 10 million times. How does that feel? Great. <laughs> was, um, you know, it's funny. It was, it was wonderful for um, building my speaking career, although then my speaking career has now become a total casualty of the pandemic. Like of everything course. I was booked to speak at in 2020 is now gone. Yeah. Um, so we will see when that ever returns. But, you know, in the meantime, people want to watch the TED Talk. That's still there. <laughs> and you do have podcasts, The New Corner Office and Before Breakfast. Yes, those are both short daily podcasts that give a little tip, um, something kind of to take your day from great to awesome. Before Breakfast is about productivity in general, and the new corner office is like we're talking about, working from home. So, you know, you can listen to an episode while you're brewing your coffee, get something that'll give you a little shot in the arm, and then go conquer your day. One last thing, do you have advice for people that are out of work? Yeah, I mean, it's such a tough time, and I know that job hunting is hard as it is, um, but job hunting virtually can be even more challenging because you don't have the same thing of like, okay, well, let me go have meetings with people. Let me go do coffees with people to expand my network. You're really just trying to do it virtually and it can feel like you're not doing anything. I mean, people have the same right. problem of working from home, trying to job search from home. It can feel very frustrating when you're not feeling productive. I challenge people to set themselves just the same, a short but ch challenging daily task list. Let me do these five things for my job search today. You know, things that require a little reach, but that you're going to get done. 
And then when those things are done, you have full permission to relax and go deal with the rest of your life. Go have fun, go hang out with your family, um, knowing that you have put in a good day and you will again tomorrow, you know, choose yeah. those things for tomorrow. Uh, and when you make progress like that, it's really just a numbers game. You know, you're going to find something awesome. So do what you can to enjoy this time now. Now, if people want to find out more about you, where can they go? They can come visit my website, which is lauravandercam.com. That's just my name. Uh, and they can find information about my books, including the New Corner Office and the podcasts as well. Now, I know if they want to get a copy of the New Corner Office, it's being released as an ebook right now? Yes, it's an ebook and an audiobook right now, um, partly to get it out quickly, given the situation, because those are both immediate in a way that printing books is not. So yeah, this is all affected by the pandemic, uh, you know, fewer people shopping in bookstores. So how can we reach people? Well, ebooks are a way. Uh, one last thing I do want to add, this book is perfect, whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, or really anybody. Yeah, I mean, we have this idea that a certain kind of person would work best from home, and maybe there is long term a personality that's really good for virtual work. But, you know, it doesn't matter. Like we found out in March that pretty much anyone can learn the basics of working from home. And so, you know, whether you're somebody who every time you have a break, you are on the phone with your friends or whether you're kind of hiding under the covers every time you have a break, like right. you can learn to work from home just fine. And, you know, if you have that mindset that it is a skill, you will get better, you will do great, then that's far more empowering. And I think that's great. It can help you seize control of that, that new corner mm -hmm. office. Laura, it's been great chatting with you. Congratulations on your book. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure.